Okay. All right. So you know what? If we can't get this figured out with nine, then I, I, I just I think the only choice we have left to go with is to go to thirteen. Whoa, 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 whoa! I, I, we got to stop this thing. We've this has gone on for two hours. We've got to stop the other podcast. We got to go on to the regular one. Are, okay. you, are you ready? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. I we've been at this a long time. I need. I need to go. I'll be right back. I just need to go get another Pepsi. Yeah. Your Pepsi. Your choice. Only for about the next six weeks. Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Really good. Does this, is there a noticeable difference in the sound? Oh my God. (laughs) And the video. Okay. All right. I was, because I mean. You know, I thought the last couple sounded okay. I was thinking about just continuing doing this on the iPad, but you know, I got I got the microphone, I got the microphone arm, I got I got the I got the big screen. I, I figured, you know what, we'll we'll give it a try. We'll do like an A B test kind of thing. But uh yeah. no, no testing. No, there's <laughs> there is no need for testing. This is oh my lord. I am so glad you're back. I I'm five five weeks of 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 UK studio UK. Oh boy. I hope you had a really, really good trip. Yes, we had we had a we had a fantastic time. It was uh, yeah, fantastic. We'll we'll talk a little bit more about some of the funnier, well, <laughs> quote unquote, funnier things uh, down below. But overall, yes. But if we want to do a you know trip recap or whatever, we can do that later. But overall, uh, fantastic time. Um, but yeah, but now I'm back and uh, Studio A is here, and uh, I, I even remembered how to plug in most of the cables. So I think we can do this. I will say you you. You were waiting to play the theme, and I thought, did he forget how to use the soundboard? Like, <laughs> you might edit that gap out, but I was just like, <laughs> Dwayne's like, what do I do now? And oh. the last five weeks, I've just said theme and then fixed it later. <laughs> oh, uh, hey, cold open note. Yeah. Yep. We were talking about baseball, right? This is the main podcast, right? Yes. Yes. I, I think I think what was probably missed because of the recording, uh, we were clearly talking about um, you know the defensive shift in baseball and and it's it's creating some problems and the the nine players is making a problem. So I I think the only rule they're, they're going to have to put in a rule and they're just going to have to expand baseball teams from nine to thirteen, which is probably going to be the only way that we're going to get good baseball again. That's exactly what we were talking about. Couldn't possibly have been talking about anything else. Nope. Not in this podcast. Nope. nope. Can't think nope. of what that would be. No. Nope. Uh-uh. nope. All right. All right. Good talk. So should we jump into follow-up? I we yes. <laughs> quickly. Quickly. Quickly jump into follow-up. By the way, we're talking. I mean, we're joking about some of this. We're now we're now an hour. We're an hour and four, an hour and six minutes in. So yeah, we should probably get to follow up. Probably uh, too. Yes. Well, the pre-show lasted an hour and four minutes. So yes, but but we haven't gotten to do this. So yeah, this that's is true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, if if I can give a piece of follow up on that, uh, the last time we recorded, uh. I, I was I was I was in the bedroom and Lisa was was in the living room of a flat in London and then Lindsay came back. Anyway, the next day, uh, Lisa said, "Boy, it's really nice when you guys take a less time recording." That was nice. And Lindsay said, "Oh yeah, because over here they don't spend the next hour and a half after just talking about whatever and pretend it's a podcast." So anyway, I think she might be on to us. Oh, we've been found out. Uh, so could Lisa hear through the wall 
the live edition? Um, I think she did everything in her power to make sure she couldn't. So no, I don't think she did. Because Amy heard the live edition. Mm, yeah. Okay. Um, not On when purpose? we, well, <laughs> funny, um, not when we were recording, but we went to Peoria for the weekend. So I did the editing on the MacBook, but I forgot to pack my headphones. Okay. And while we've kind of talked, maybe we've talked about this. Um, I had wireless headphones. Yeah. You can't, you can't edit with those. You know, cause the delay just does no, no, you can't. <laughs> um, you, you, you click in a spot and it's off of what you just heard. And yeah, there's, it can't, it's, it doesn't work. Yeah. No. So you just so, had to use the speakers on the MacBook. Yes. In, in the little Airbnb. Mm. So I sat there on the bed editing with Amy sitting there on the bed next to me, listening to raw audio of us recording. And when we were done, when I was done and I published, she looks at me. I don't have to listen to that again, do I? <laughs> no, I think you're probably off the hook. Do me a favor, would you? Just listen to the first buck and a half so that I can count the download. <laughs> yeah. That was the only feedback. Um, no, that's not true. The other piece of feedback was we caught up while we were driving back and back and forth to Peoria. So yeah. she is now entirely caught up and I am not sleeping on the couch. So good news. So this podcast isn't bingeable unless you said something really stupid about Amy. Then you want to binge it. So by the time she gets through all of the episodes, the stupid stuff that was early in the binge will have been forgotten and replaced by the stupid stuff later in the binge. Right. Yes. All the dad jokes. It's yep. a plan. It's it's not a good one. We've never said it was a good one. We've never said we had a plan either. Mostly we have Napoleon's plan. But, you know, it's something. How about Lisa? Um, we also got caught up driving back because um, once we landed, we had to drive back. And so we listened to this podcast. Uh, the one bit of feedback that I, that I mean, she gave me a couple. Uh, the one that I wrote down to make sure. Remember when you, so a couple of weeks ago, you you had some audio issues. And while I was talking about stuff, the crickets were going. Yes. And in the following podcast, you apologized and you said um, you said you didn't mean to do that. And Lisa said, uh, she goes, actually, she goes, I, I thought he did mean it because you were drowning on. And number two, I don't think he needs to apologize. <laughs> well, there you go. Yep. Yep. <laughs> did you catch the little bit of, of extra tuba music that I played? Yes, I, yes, we did. Yes. Where did that come from? Um, that was also Kevin McLeod. Mm, okay. Tuba master Kevin McLeod. Um, I think it's called flap like a duck, <laughs> but it, it was tuba heavy. And I thought, you know, we're talking about playing the hits, play the hits. No, we're going to play some new stuff. <laughs> played some new stuff from Kevin McLeod. That that audio, courtesy of Kevin McLeod, uh, under a Creative Commons attribution license. And where's and that available? Uh, in Competech.com. There you go. There we go. Haven't had to say that in quite a while, thanks to you. So I was I was a little rusty. Good talk. All I heard when you said that was, "Well, Rusty." I no, that's never mind. <laughs> Good talk, Dad. <laughs> Let's see what else we got in here. Uh, Sarah Judson Brown, toddler negative 18. Uh, Sarah and John were in Des Moines for relays. So we got to hang out with them on Thursday night. Which events did they compete in? Oh, they were there. They were there to watch. Not okay. Sorry. For a second, I was like, they were in for, they were in town for the relays. Ba well, based on the texts that I got, they, you remember the story you told me? about the guys that lined up the Budweiser bottles against the wall. Yeah. Yep. They could have competed with those guys mm. based on the texts that I got. Wow. 
Uh, let's see. So, so it was great to see Sarah get caught up. I got a couple more clarifications on questions about Sirens Cove. Um, Greg would like to thank us for not, um, costing him his job. So just a little behind the scenes for everybody else. Last week that you we you released the you released last week's episode like saturday morning saturday morning i want to say like i don't know about 8 a.m your time i don't know yeah that'd be about right yeah let's just say it was about 8 a.m saturday morning by about 8 15 we had a text from greg saying thank you (laughs) let's not let's not do that (laughs) like wow greg got the download (laughs) That was quick. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I also got I also got a pretty rapid text from Doug that I can go to hell because Aaron Rodgers is great and so is Moon Knight. So there's that. Oh, and Greg, your appearance. I got this text. I don't know if if you were included on this text or not. Um, your appearance from Studio Car. When you were in the UK, yes, was not the first appearance of Studio Car on this podcast. Do you know what was? I I am unaware. Toddler with a fringe on top was recorded in Studio Car. Wow! Yeah, I did not know that. When was Greg on an island in the North Sea? <laughs> oh, different Studio Car. It was a different studio car. Was, I was in studio car A. He was in studio car B. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That makes sense. Uh, I don't think I had anything else. Did you see Jesse? Have you been to work? Um, Jesse has, Jesse has let me know that he, this, this is concerning. Um, he has informed me that he is formulating his feedback plan. Oh Lord. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> So, um, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, wait, wait, what? You, you, you did, you did hear us say not that Taylor Farms, right? Twice, we, twice. Yeah, thanks, Eli. Um, so anyway, uh, I'm just going to put that out there that that Jesse has a feedback plan that he intends to execute at some point. So, uh. But I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Do you have anything else under feedback? Nope. That'd be it. (laughs) That'd be it. It's a good time to move on. Uh, uh, Corrections? Uh, Any um, actually? Yeah. Yeah. So last week we we talked about uh, about how not good you have to be at your job to to be a longtime MLB umpire and uh, Angel Hernandez. And uh, in a game that he outside people rated him, what did they rate him? Like, was it an 80? I think he was 77% effective on balls and strikes. Yeah. Yeah. And then he missed, um, he missed 11 of them. Right. Yeah. Um, So there was a, there was an article on ESPN explaining how major league umpire grades really work. So he did not officially, the numbers that we gave that 77% and those 11, those are just from people who watch the TV and apply the rules as written. Major League Baseball grades every umpire on every pitch. However, they have some different grading standards. So he was graded by true media at 86% and umpire auditor. There are multiple sites that audit this stuff. Now, um, true media gave him an 86% and umpire auditor gave him an 88%. However, according the, the major league baseball accuracy score that was actually given to him by his bosses that determine whether or not he gets, you know, promotion and all of that stuff. He scored a 96 percent now how how possibly can multiple people who are watching this 
say that he scored much lower and missed all of these? I can give you an answer. The major league score accounts for a factor that isn't in the rule book, but if it's close, the tie goes to the umpire. The umpire, according to Major League Baseball, doesn't have to follow the rules of baseball. They have to follow the rules plus around two inches on either side of the strike zone. So, but these are these are pitches that are strikes, and he called them balls. How how do you? No. Also, this is also very interesting. The umpires union has negotiated the right that if Major League Baseball, after they apply the adjustment and give them the two inches plus minus, which by the way, a, the ball is, so it's two inches on both sides of the plate. That's four, at least four inches, right? A baseball is three inches wide. So so they can be a full baseball, they, they can be more than a baseball width off and still be considered that you did a good job. And if they don't agree with the grades from Major League Baseball after the tape is reviewed, they can file a grievance <laughs> and they can argue whether or not the ball that they called a strike was in fact a strike or a ball. They can actually go back and argue the grade that they get to get it higher. Yes. Wait. So just to be clear, umpires and only umpires and absolutely no one else are allowed to argue balls and strikes. Yes. Okay. It's good to be the king. It's good to be the king or at least an angel. The more we talk about this, the angrier I get. Oh my God. Do you want to get even angrier? Because I can. Uh, So, or because I probably can. So, MLB, in order to judge the umpires, uses Hawkeye technology, the same that's used in tennis. So that gives the pitch velocity movement, that gives all the statistics for the, you know, for the broadcast and all of the other stuff. Um, there are 12 cameras in every stadium that do the Hawkeye judging. If they just use that to call balls and strikes the margin of error is 0.16 of an inch. 16 hundredths of an inch is the margin of error with the Hawkeye system. And with the umpires, they get a buffer zone of two inches on either side of the plate. So the technology is already in the parks and is already being used and is being used by major league umpire by major league baseball to determine the grading of the umpires but, but we're no, not using it to actually call Boston strikes oh god god forbid we should actually implement this system to determine what you should jesus oh by the way yep one more by the way you know how i i pointed sorry they they don't get to grieve a pitch they get to appeal a pitch um the umpires union has created a zone enforcement committee <laughs> to double check incorrect calls and file appeals in 2021, 30% of the pitches that were appealed were overturned. Anyway, there you go. So good news. I'm so disappointed in baseball. Here's the thing though. The, 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 the lesson I take from this, this isn't what I learned. The lesson I take from this is the highest ranked base in 2021, the highest ranked umpire graded out at 98.5%. Okay. All right. I mean, that sounds about right. You're not going to get a hundred. I get that. You're using people. Right. By the way, that's 98% with the four inch margin that you're giving, but fine, whatever. Do you want to guess what the lowest major league umpire at America's favorite game, Dwayne, guess a number. Do you want to guess what the lowest rated major league umpire under this BS system graded out at? If the highest was at 98.5? 96? 96 was the lowest. They've, oh God. they've set a system up where everybody gets an A. 
Anyway, that's all in there, though, because we were wrong. Angel Hernandez did a great job. I don't know how you're going to edit any of that. All right, what else do we have? Uh, you've got something under follow-up for oh, F1? Oh, I just do not want to do this. I don't want to do this. Actually, You probably, put it on there. I know. I know. It should be under um, actuallys. And Lisa even commented. So in our previous one or two, you were talking about the story about F1 underwear yes. and piercings. Yes. Yeah, you you misattributed the you got the players in the conversation correctly, but you sort of misattributed who the players were. Oh, did I give someone a piercing that didn't have them? Yes. Oh, okay. Maybe. Possibly. The the person who absolutely has one and said, I've got one, and if you want to find it, you can take it out. That wasn't Max. Oh. That was Lewis. Oh, well, yes. And it was, he then joked with Max because Max made a comment, basically, this doesn't apply to me. And Lewis then said, oh, come on, everybody knows that you have a nipple piercing. And Max made a joke about that. But yes, not Max. This is, this is on Lewis. So, and my wife is a huge Lewis Hamilton fan. And because of that, I'm going to continue this just a little bit more. Um, Lewis also pointed out that he can't remove his piercing because it's welded. So he can't follow the rules. What are you going to do? And oh, those rules seem unfair, right? I mean, what, 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 here's my thought. He's, he's been in Formula One since 2008, 2007. Um, these rules have been in effect since then. So um, he, he's saying, I, you can't, I can't take it out. Yeah, you, you shouldn't have put it in in the first place. Because you're a professional race car driver, and this is a safety thing, you knew going in, the fact that they haven't been as aggressive in telling you not to is, that's that's sort of like, I broke the rules, you can't stop me because I'm a world champion. Anyway, there you go. I just wanted to clear the air because um, there's a lot of reasons to be upset with Max. We'll probably get into that on a F1 episode of this. This is not one of them. Which which team do you root for? Something interesting to happen. <laughs> that's a good that's a good team. That team has been absent the last six or seven years in Formula One. So I'm hoping they make a comeback soon. <laughs> Yay, competition. I'm cheering for competition. Uh where were we? Oh hey. How about Tech Corner? Um, yeah, hey, this is just uh, wanted to point out to anybody, uh, if you want to watch, um, so Apple TV Plus on Apple TV on Apple TV now is carrying two. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Eli. Is carrying two Major League Baseball games every Friday night that are exclusive nationwide. Um for the first half of the season, you don't have to pay for Apple TV Plus on Apple TV on Apple TV. You don't even have to have an Apple TV or an Apple TV. If you can, you you get it free. You can just watch the baseball on Apple TV Plus on your Roku, PlayStation, smart TV, whatever. You can just you can watch those games. Um, they haven't said what's going to happen in the second half of the season. Anyway, on my tech podcast, though, they were talking about some of this and somebody who was who's a big baseball fan who's watching this. He was talking about, yeah, I mean, this is fine, but the more nationwide exclusives baseball keeps selling off to all these companies, the less you get to hear your home announcers, right? The people that you were used to. And well, but here's the thing. He was, this guy was explaining this to somebody else. And he's like, cause somebody was complaining about how bad Apple was and all Apple's doing is right now, major league baseball, MLB TV is producing all of these and Apple is airing them. I think they'll eventually get this sorted out, but somebody was complaining, Oh, Apple's not doing much of this or whatever. And I think this was Jason Snell who said, I don't know. I don't know what this guy's watching. Cause if you watched ESPN Sunday night baseball, it's just a podcast about baseball while a game happens to be going on in the background. They can go full half inning without talking about anything that's in the game. They're just talking about what, like, this is mostly like, this is what we're doing. If we just put a TV on with a game that occasionally is on in the background. So, well, it's, it's the Manning cast is what it is. 
with, with without the wit, the talent, <laughs> <laughs> the interesting stories, the insights to the game. <laughs> so I've spent bits and pieces of the last week trying to figure out how or whether it's worth the time, effort, and money to subscribe to a streaming service upon which the marquee network is broadcast. Because right now we have Hulu, which does not include marquee. Okay. And we can't watch the Cubs. We also, not included in Hulu, is the Bally Midwest Network, which broadcasts the Royals. We can't watch either of our teams in this house right now. And if we had subscribed to MLB All Access or whatever the hell they call it, we still couldn't watch because we're in the TV coverage area. Five hours from Wrigley, three hours from Kaufman. I could go to DirecTV and stream DirecTV. As long as they're still in business. Yes. Right. Um, really not interested in doing that. I could also go to FUBU. Yes. Whatever the FUBU that is. Yes. Um, generally speaking, uh, FUBU is the, is the live TV service that has the most, it's, it's targeted at sports fans. It has the most options for sports. Yes. Really? Okay. I because what we have right now is Fubar TV. <laughs> Don't want that. That's no, not good. No, but that's what we've got. Here's here's the thing. When you said we need a different live TV streaming service that would include these sports ones, the first one that came to my mind was you probably need to check out Fubu. Cause that's kind of what they do. On the other hand, when you said you're missing the marquee network, uh all of a sudden what popped in my head is uh Bismarcky and uh you you got what I need. You say he's just a friend. <laughs> different network. Different network. Different network. By the way, if you wanna if you if you wanna drop my audio and drop in just a brief little bit of him, I think that would probably be better <laughs> for everybody. See, because I, I figured you were going, you were going with, well, we've got the marquee network and can't say I've been missing it, Bob. <laughs> uh, so maybe yikes, but the Royals were on Apple TV. The Royals and the Yankees were on Apple TV the other night and the Cubs and the White Sox were on NBC Sports Chicago, maybe. And so we got to watch the Cubs on TV the other night. At which point we both promptly fell asleep because that's what we do. But whatever. I was listening to a, I was listening to a podcast. One of my podcasts I listen to is about streaming and the business of streaming and everything. And they were breaking down the insanity that is baseball right now, and how it is spread across so many different services, and what you would have to do if you wanted to watch all of the games of your team. And how it's going to probably get worse for the next 10 years before it ever gets better. And my only thought was like, how's anybody like, like baseball attendance is down and you can't watch it on TV. Well, this is going to be good for bringing <laughs> for, for the sport. Oh, by the way, I don't know if any of this is staying in. You can put this wherever. Uh, I, I did have, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the president of the Cincinnati Reds, who basically, whenever he was complaining about how bad the team was, he said, what are you going to do? We could just move it. Yeah. Um, and who's, whose daddy owns the team, which is why he's the president. Um, they have now set the worst mark for the, they've won like, they're like four and 18 or something. They've set the worst mark I, uh, to start a season since the Orioles did the offer. And this guy is telling everybody, well, we could just move the team. Three and 20. And he's got an attitude that he's tired of the fans being pissed off about how they're not performing. Okay. So one more tech corner thing 
And I don't know whether this stays in or not. None of this stays in. The show will never air. <laughs> so Amy, and there will be more on this later. Amy traveled for work this week while I stayed home, which was kind of a switch. Mm. Okay. She came home with an air tag. On purpose? Or did somebody just slip one in? <laughs> uh, it was... <laughs> It was a door prize giveaway that she won. Okay. 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 That's just. So it was, it was intentional. Somebody okay. didn't slip one into her bag to track yeah. her. Okay. Which we have covered on this podcast. Right. Yes. Um, so then I Googled things to do with air tags. That, Besides... that does not, that does not sound like something like you should do. And especially not on your work computer. Okay. Anyway. Besides put it on a key ring. Yes. Do you have suggestions? I mean, I know we could always go to how did it blend? <laughs> um, so, I mean, obviously if, if you, they are designed to do a couple of things. If you misplace something often and you need help finding it, that is a good place for it. She's going to make me carry this around in my pocket, isn't she? <laughs> Sorry, that, assumes that, that assumes that she wants to find you. Um, <laughs> Fair. The, the, other, the, other, the, the other primary use is if you are concerned about leaving something behind, so one of the other, and then the third one is you're concerned about theft and you want to be able to locate it. So for instance, one of the other potential uses of it is put it into like, if you go to the office and you have a bag that you, you know, a bag that you take to work, but you, you know, you, you know, like a computer bag or something like you just want to make sure that if you walk out of the office without it, like you will be notified, Hey, by the way, you know, you left your, you left your bag. Right. Right. Um, that's, that's another potential use for it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I've got a, I've got a tile on my backpack that I do yeah. that with. Yeah. So, um, I mean, those are the, those are the primary uses. Uh, I, I have also seen though Apple frowns upon this apparently, a dog collar? Well, okay. All right. All right. People were none putting of, this. None of this stain. Yeah. <laughs> People were putting this on stupid stuff just to see, because I want to track it. I want to track it. They were putting them on dogs. They were putting them on kids. They were putting them in packages and then sending them around the world and seeing where all of this stuff, right? Here's the reason why Apple says, don't, don't track track things not people and by the way dogs are closer to people than things at this point the reason is because people are putting these on dogs and this is really not a great idea the way that this entire thing works is if you mark something as lost ios devices apple devices around the around the area will report i saw this thing so if you lost something and it's sitting under a bench somewhere and people walk past the bench. The person who walks past it will say, oh, I saw it. This is the location it was. And you would have an, an opportunity to potentially go to that location, right? But it isn't designed for a for the thing that it's on to be moving. Because if you stay, if it's on your dog and your dog's running through a neighborhood, the odds of like somebody said, I saw it. And you're like, cool, 30 minutes ago. And it like it was headed that way. Like it, it's not, it, it isn't a GPS tracker. Like you can't just put your phone out and just go like, I got him. I got him. I can track this for 10 miles. Like none of that's going to work. So yeah. So there are practical reasons. It's not like it's giving out cancer signals. No, no. I mean, it's, it's um, low tooth. It's a uh, low power. Uh, it's LT uh, Bluetooth, Bluetooth LT. So, I mean, it's no worse than anything else. It is literally, this won't do what you think it will do because when you get a report, Oh, here's where it is. By the time you get there, if a stationary object tells you where it is, you can listen to that. A moving object is, it's almost, it, 
It's not that kind of tracker. On the other hand, for science, if you want to throw it on Eddie's collar and just see what he does all day, I mean, you could in theory do that, but not really. Sleeps on this bed, sleeps on that bed, sleeps on the floor, sleeps on the first bed. I know what he does all day. Trust me. I've been home for the last two years. I got a pretty good idea of what he does all day. Not a thing. On the other hand, he looks at you. I don't know. You know what he does? He sits in that chair, then he sits in that chair, then he goes back to that chair. You know what he does all day? Not a damn thing. Sometimes he plays golf. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) I do not envy you this week because I don't know what the hell you're going to do with any of this. This is bad. (laughs) Oh, toddlers, I sure hope you're enjoying this because we are. I don't know if any of it is good content, but it's something. It's definitely something. So you've been gone for five weeks. Yep. Yep. Do we need to put a bow on the UK travel stories? Um, I mean, I've got I've got a couple of things that to to wrap up sort of that final thing, and then maybe we can put a put a bow on it. Um, let's see, a couple of other items that came up. Uh, number one, this is this is oh yep, here's another photo for you. Um, this one. Look at how I just dropped that in. You're doing that faster than I can. Where did it go? Oh, there we go. Where'd who go? Here, inverted. You know, the finger. <laughs> okay. Yes, Eli, we know. Yes. Okay. So this, I took a picture of this. This was at a, uh, at a, uh, on the, on the, on the island in the North Sea, there's a priory that, uh, old church that, I mean, we're talking, like if you notice the dates on the top, like this is when this church was there, right? So it was built in the 1200s. People were there from the 1300s to the 1500s. There's a whole bunch of stuff the text about this, but if you look at the bottom, the last paragraph, the last paragraph of print and then this. Look look at what um read read out loud the last paragraph and then uh, and then what the there was a book that was written in 1365 that described this but go ahead and read those two paragraphs throughout the day this part uh next paragraph down the life of the monks was put under regular scrutiny with explicit questions asked whether those at the cells sing the canonical hours together in the church at the proper times or at least say them humbly and devoutly in full without gaps, and whether when there are three or more of them, there is at least one sung mass celebrated every day. And that is Articles of an Inquiry for a Visitation circa 1365. This is when somebody from corporate goes to the monastery (laughs) They want to look at they want to look at the monks TPS reports. <laughs> so if you think <laughs> that being micromanaged in 2022 by your boss or corporate is a new management thing, in 1365 auditors were told go find out if the monks are singing without gaps. <laughs> And if they're saying mass, at least one. And I'm just thinking, oh my God, bad management has been happening since at least the 1300s. Well, if there's one thing the Catholic Church knows, it's about how to set rules. And, and I have clearly, that, but I'm not going there. <laughs> and clearly, there were congregations, even at that point, that flouted the rules from Rome. Here's the thing. This is on a small island in the middle, not in the middle, in the North Sea. And there was nobody except them. Like, it's it's not like the congregation was flouting the rules. It was sort of like, have we seen anybody today? Look, we haven't seen anybody for six months. So if you want to take the day off of singing, I think we're up and the auditor's here. Oh. <laughs> wonder why people don't like auditors. Um, okay. One other one. Um, this one I saw, I tried to get a picture of it and I, it was moving. I just, I couldn't, but some of the London buses, not the double deckers, but the single, the single decker buses, 
they are changing those buses in London over to use to be battery power, right? So that you're, it's much cleaner and they're trying to get rid of all this, right? And so it, it on the top of the bus, it says EV bus. And then the, on the back of the bus, it has this thing that says um, EV powered bus um, to, uh, to help clean the air. And it has a picture of like a tree leaf or something. But with it, to show you that it's an EV bus, they also put a picture of the end of a USB-A cord with the tree leaf. Like that's the logo. It's a leaf and a USB-A plug. And my thought was, if you're charging that bus with a USB-A cord, that must take like a year. <laughs> like how many buses do you have that you can charge? Like I just imagine the driver comes in and then takes out like his little USB-A. Like it takes longer to charge my phone. Like, all right. <laughs> Comes because back a the, week later. Oh, 3%. Because <laughs> the leap from USB-A to USB-C is night and day. I can charge yeah. my phone in 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so, phenomenal. Yeah. So I'm going to check. I'm going to check with London or transport for London. Are you guys actually using that? Because if not, I, I, I have I have a talking to Todd top tip. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, another one that came out. I don't know that uh, people in England, there was a TV ad, yes, in the middle of Bangers and Cash, um, that uh, was, I don't even know what this store does, but they were advertising often. It's for D-E-I-C-H-M-A-N, Dykeman. But their slogan is, if you know, you know, Dykeman. And my thought was, if you know, why advertise? Because we don't know. What I don't know what after you do. What are you talking Tell about? Tell me what you do. Like, I don't know what kind of store it is because I saw this over and over again. And the entire ad was, if you know, you know. Yeah, but I don't. So you spent money for people that already know what you did. This is, you need to come to us. We, we can help you. <laughs> well, how long, do you remember the, the ads for BDO? People who know, know BDO. Uh, nope, still don't know it. Nope. Sorry. Nope. Um, I have one last picture I'm going to send you. And this ties in. I was, this is just, I mean, I had a level of being so, I think, just so proud um, at this moment. So. Uh, Look, kids, Big Ben. So when you were there, uh, Big Ben was uh, the Elizabeth Tower. Big Ben was covered in scaffolding because they've been they've been renovating the clock tower since like 2017, right? Um, yeah, we're like, where the hell is Big Ben? Can't see anything. Yeah. So they're almost done. So we get there, and it turns out most of the scaffolding is gone. And Lindsay says, "I want to go see. I want to go see it." So her and I go down, and uh, I take this picture. And if you can see, the bottom just has some scaffolding on it. Um, but but I took this picture because Lindsay made a really funny comment. And I don't know if you look closely. I have a better close-up. If you look closely, do you see that on the face of this brand? I mean, it just looks, it doesn't even look like the right color because it's clean. Um, do you see that there's like a yellow extension cord running up the face of Big Ben? If not, I've got a second photo here that kind of shows you. Oh, yeah. Did somebody right. have to plug in the clock? So we're standing there, and there's this yellow extension cord that goes from the bottom and goes, the other picture shows you, it goes all the way up to the top. And Lindsay looks at me, oh, what a moment, and says, little known fact, that extension cord is how they run the clock. <laughs> Todd's Tours. Todd's Tours has more guides. <laughs> <laughs> oh what a moment <laughs> oh how i've missed the soundboard so yes overall uh we were there almost five weeks uh we did make it home we did make it home on our flights there were no government interventions uh that was that was good um and, uh, yeah, the last, uh, since last we talked, um, 
I went I went to the uh I went to the British Library and they have the Room of Treasures and uh I got to see an original um one of the four la- uh, four remaining copies of the Magna Carta and uh also wow. also right next to it the letter from the Pope so that was what 1255 the letter from the Pope six months later that declared the Magna Carta null and void because it usurped the God-given rights of the king, and therefore the Pope said that the uh, that nothing that was that the king could not give his negotiate his powers away because they were given by God. Therefore, they were not his to give away. Catholic Church doing its thing since twelve fifty five. Well, what? based on, based on the earlier story, that was a busy decade for Rome. Yeah, apparently, yeah, that stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, there were also, there's in the same room, there's also notebooks. Uh, there's, uh, some Da Vinci notebooks, some Michelangelo notebooks. Uh, there are some original lyrics from the Beatles. Um, there was a Bible from the 700s. There's an original Gutenberg Bible, um, all in this room. And I'm just like, there was a lot more security. There was massive more security at, at Crystal Palace than there was in this room. And I'm just thinking like, there's one guy in a suit coat and there's all of this. Anyway, it's fine. They, it turns out, I guess they don't have a lot of hooligans showing up to the British library. Uh, um, we're recording on, on, um, the 4th of May. Happy star Wars day. Yeah. I'm I'm not going to say it. Nope. I'm not going to say it. It's star Wars day. I know, but I'm not. It's made up. Not oh, you're, you're, you're a killjoy. I don't know when this is going to release, but, but it's Star Wars Day. It's a thing. <laughs> May the seventh be with you. <laughs> Close enough. Do you want to talk? Okay, so do we have more travel stories? Um, no, actually, that was. I mean, that was that was the bulk of mine. Those were those were the ones made at home. We're good. Uh, and, and now, and now thinking, huh, wow, that went quick. Huh. <laughs> so, uh, so now that you're back, have you caught up on all the stuff that you were blacking out? Have you, uh, what are you watching? We did. Well, I don't know. We got caught up on everything. We did get caught up on Rue. We watched, uh, we watched the episodes. Uh, we got caught up. We watched the season finale. So yes, we, we did get through Rue. Um, we watched the semifinal episode and uh, your comment made more sense when I hit the, the, the semifinal one. Yeah. And by the way, I mean, we're, we're not the, we're not the only ones that share that opinion. Um, Lisa also watches, uh, watches a YouTube series that is through Rue that um, Monet exchange, um, hosts with other drag queens and i believe uh in one of the lisa was also then watching those so i'm not sure which one was with which episode but at one point uh on this show uh i believe her guest was bob the drag queen and bob just yelled send someone home in my season people went home in twos and threes send somebody home (laughs) that's what this show is it's a competition show with no competition fine whatever. So anyway, that's where, that's where most of our, uh, that's where most of our time is gone. We've also started watching something new. We're not quite done. So that'll be next week, but I'm going to have a, I, I'm just going to have, I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a, a, a absolute recommendation, but that's going to have to wait till next week. Preview. Uh, nope. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, if, if, if if the last couple of episodes go poorly, then I've got time to find another one, watch that, and come up with a recommendation. So I'm leaving this open. <laughs> I'm uh, so my plan in the next week is to watch a very British scandal. So okay, there you go. But this last week, I by the way, really- a very British scandal. I'm just going to tell you that's what was on the BBC One News every night for the last four weeks that we were there. It was a party at his house, and he said he didn't know. Oh, anyway, please continue. 
Uh, I realized that season two of Girls 5 Eva is going to drop here. And since I haven't canceled my Peacock subscription, I watched the rest of Girls 5 Eva. Yeah. Okay. I can't figure out what I was waiting for. <laughs> or five. That's that's the it's can't figure out what I was waiting five. Five. Can't figure yeah. out what I was waiting five. Yeah. That's what I needed to say, but I didn't. It's every a good show. Ep- it, it's a good it, show. It is. And every episode they play the theme song. And I laugh at it. I laugh just as hard at the song. You gotta watch the credits. Because <laughs> the songs in the credits are absolutely hilarious. They wrote they wrote all of these songs as throwaway songs, right? Like, wait, you you produced more like all of their old songs they sing, and you're like, oh, that's problematic. But somebody had to write all of those. Yes, yes. Well, the song about where she swallows a Lego. I mean, I was I was I was rolling the entire time. Oh, so so yes. So I knocked out the rest of Girls Five Eva this week. So, and, and actually the thing that I learned on Roku, they have the Roku channel and all kinds of old TV shows. So I'm flipping through flip, 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 flip. Hey, they've got the A team. You found them. I, I did. Who knew they were on Roku? <laughs> I didn't even need to hire them, but if you can find them, maybe you can hire. Did you know that in the pilot episode, Face Templeton Peck was not the actor was not the same actor that played Face throughout the entire rest of the series? It was a different actor. No, he's really? Googling. Yes. You think I'd just make this up for the podcast? Oh, oh, no, no. Okay, no, no. In the in the pilot, it was Dick York, and then Dick Sargent took over. <laughs> yes, yes, that was yes. That's absolutely what happened. No, no wonder I was confused. One had dark hair and one had blonde hair. From episode one to episode two. The guy changed and nobody was supposed to. Ex- but that's how good he was. He just completely changed and nobody noticed. Nobody noticed that Dirk Benedict wasn't in one and wasn't two. Yes. Master of disguise. Oh my goodness. What? What? And, um, also, the Chinese dry cleaner impression that George Papard gives in the pilot episode, very problematic. <clears throat> Yeah, I just as soon as you said, and the Chinese would launder. Oh, problematic! Yeah. Yep, I don't even remember it. I just based on timing, that's not going to work. Nope. No, no, nope, nope. Uh, lots of stuff that lots of lots of things that you couldn't now in 2022 make verbatim the way they did in the early 80s, but. You know, they've managed to redo Magnum PI and it's wildly popular. So, yeah, because they went, you know what the problem was? We had an old British guy as one of the lead characters. You know, what we need to do sex that character up, put in a blonde, have some heat. Yeah. yeah. Will they, won't they? Yeah, that's Magnum. No, that's <laughs> what a rabbit hole that was. How about you? Did you learn anything this week? Um, this one comes courtesy of The Athletic. The uh, did you hear who is the new broadcast team for the double A armadillo sod poodles? <laughs> you couldn't even get it out. Well, to be completely honest, I knew it was armadillo or uh, sorry, Amarillo, Amarillo, but I didn't read what their mascot was until right now. Wait, they're the sod poodles, <laughs> the whatever you know, it'll fix that. Uh, whisk. You just whisk that. Uh, that takes care of the sod. Anyway. Because right now I've got armadillo by morning running through my head. Yeah. 
Okay, I'm going to try this again. The Amarillo Sod Poodles broadcast team. Did, did you hear who this is? Not that it matters anymore because then completely derailed it. <laughs> no, who? It is Chris and Stephen Carey, 22 year old identical twins. Do you want to take a guess as who their dad, grandfather, and great grandfather are? Harry and Skip? Their father is Chip. Their grandfather is Skip. And their great grandfather is, is Harry. So um, this means that a carry has been broadcasting professional baseball games every year since 1945. Holy cow. I see what you did there. Um, hey, hey. All right. Uh, <laughs> That's bullets. Brick. That's Jack Brickhouse. Hey, hey is Jack Brickhouse. Do not, yeah, no. do not confuse the two. It all, it all works. The other thing that I learned was, so Chris's first name is not Chris. Wait, what? Yes. And this is something that I, I learned. It turns out, by the way, uh, Chip Carey's first, first name isn't Chip, and Skip Carey's first name isn't Skip. Do you know what their first names are? Are they all named Harry? Chris is Harry Carey the fourth. Uh, Skip, uh, Skip was Harry, Harry Jr. And Chip was Harry the third. And they decided to go with Chip, Skip and Chris. So anyway, I was like, who the heck names their son Skip? And then they go Chip. And oh, I see. On the other hand, I'm going to pick a different name. I don't want to go by my dad's name. I want to make my own way in the world. I'm going to be my own man. What's your name? Chip. Oh. I'm Skip. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, catch the armadillo side poodles <laughs> on FUBU TV. <laughs> <laughs> The music you're bopping your head to right now is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to Talkin' to Todd wherever you get your pods. Just search Talkin' and the number two, no G, no space. Uh, you can, if you like what you hear, you can tweet us on Facebook. I think that's how that works. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. I think, was it last week that I told you that I bought Talkin' to Todd golf balls? Yeah, I believe so. Yes. I have now played two rounds with the Talking to Todd golf balls, and I have yet to lose one. They're magic. So if you want Talking to Todd golf balls, um, they do not go to the left. They go straight, and you can get them on Zazzle. I can hook you up there. You can leave us a voicemail at 515-ALSO-CPA, 515-257-6272. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. Thanks to our listeners and our sponsor, Toddler3187 and DJ to go Cedar Valley, your five-star DJ service in the Cedar Valley. Apparently also, if you listen to Educated Idiots, he's the five-star dealer in the Cedar Valley. He's been that for two weeks running. That's that's not good. <laughs> he's just dealing the dealing the records, dealing the songs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> or something. Uh, and you can send us your feedback to feedback at talking to Todd.com. Todd. So I can see you out on the golf course and, uh, and you pull out the, the talking to Todd golf balls and somebody says, what's that? You know, these are the talking to Todd golf balls. Why do you use those? And he says, have you listened to the podcast? No, which is probably the likely answer. And you said, well, based on the podcast, I need to use these balls because I was just assuming if this has anything to do with like the podcast, this is definitely below par. See, I thought I thought you were going to go with it goes on for 
ever. <clears throat> Does this week. I'm sure we messed something up this week. We'll clean it up next week. Brought that in in a tight two hours and 51 minutes. (laughs) It only felt like 235.